Hello everybody, grace and peace. Welcome back to Soteria Prophetic Ministries. I'm your host and teacher for the next few moments. My name is Delisa Rogers-Fields and I am at work. <laughs> so I just want to give you a heads up if you hear some noise or something in the background. Um, We're actually welcoming new teachers um, back for the beginning of the school year. So there's sort of a little parking lot thing going on. So I'm not jamming <laughs> for those of you with those um, highly sensitive ears and you hear some music in the back um, it, it's just it's a work thing but at either rate I just had to step away from my desk and stretch my legs and woosa and just reflect you know it doesn't matter how busy your day is or what all this is required at your hands we should always find space to just you know get away like Jesus did steal away for a moment and just spend time in the father's presence it could be five ten minutes 20 minutes or whatever you know um, just take a break sometimes and and just walk away go for a walk or just find some quiet place to sit and and just kind of recalibrate your thinking and, and just meditate on the things of God and so that's what I was doing just sitting outside and taking in the mosquito bites <laughs> but um my morning devotion consisted of studying sowing and reaping now if anybody who knows me um I, I harp on this a whole lot and and i'm going to continue to do it because i believe that it's a topic that is so misunderstood and it's so underappreciated at the same time um you know i don't it it, it just doesn't occur to me or it's not um i don't think it's common knowledge for us as believers to really put the weight into what that means um that god is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth that's what he'll reap I, I you know i don't know some it could be a faulty belief system or it could be faulty um theology or, or maybe the concept just has not been taught you know and given the fidelity that it deserves but that that's a weighty topic you guys and you can't say that I'm saved and I'm Holy Spirit filled and I'm a child of God and your, your actions don't have consequences. You, you can't say that. You have to acknowledge that this way is a principled way. And that's why Jesus came and taught the kingdom. It, it is a whole set of principles. It, it's not so much laws as much as it is principles. Um, and it works. And it doesn't just work for the believers, it also works for unbelievers. And I'm so passionate about it, you guys, because it is, it is a, a belief that I, that I hold dear. And, you know, and I, I take the word of God seriously. And you know, if you know me, you know me. But I, I take it really, really, really serious. And I, I find myself, and I, I'm just kind of y'all, you know, just flow with me, okay? Because I'm in a lot of mental spaces right now. But, I find myself constantly examining my motives, examining my conduct, examining what I say. Um, I remember years ago, somebody said something to me and they were being condescending, but you know, it's, it's whatever. Um, they said, you, you take a long time or, or they said, you, you slow to respond. And it wasn't a compliment. It, it was because they wanted something from me. And at that time, I felt like Jesus did, you know, when they brought the women 
the woman caught in the act <laughs> of adultery. So just let your mind examine, you know, think about that for a minute. But they caught her in the act and they were all standing there. Her accusers were standing there waiting for Jesus to respond. And that was a loaded situation, y'all. I mean, there was a lot on the line. And Jesus could have easily said, woman, I condemn you. Whoever you were with, I condemn you. And, you know, it, it could have gone that way, right? Because she did what she did. But they said Jesus, he, Jesus just stooped down and drew in the sand. And that's got to be one of the most baffling things ever when you're expecting a response from somebody for a right now situation. Because some of you guys have some right now situations and Jesus is stooping down in the sand. <laughs> in the sand and you're like um god are you you know what what am i supposed to do or what's going on but in that situation it was loaded and, and you gotta people of god listen to me listen to me really good you're going to be confronted with some loaded situations and when i say loaded i mean that there's so much on the line that one false move one premature step one false word or misspoken word can really do some damage and and I, i'm telling I'm, I'm speaking out of the passion of my heart because these are some things that I'm seeing right now and no, it's, nothing good can come of it. Nothing good because God set that principle in place. He's not mocked. It doesn't mean he doesn't love you. It doesn't mean he doesn't care about you. It doesn't mean that he doesn't have great plans for you. But what it does mean is that God holds us accountable for our actions. And, and so, you know, as I stated in my, in my, as I was opening, I don't think we put as much weight on that as we should. You know, I, I think, I'm telling you, I think that we just assume, well, you know, the Lord loves me, it's under the blood, and we've got these cute Christian cliches and catchphrases phrases that don't mean nothing. And I know that's a double negative, but it, it don't mean nothing, y'all. And I, I feel like some of the reasons why we're not experiencing overflow or breakthrough or healing or deliverance or answered prayers or whatever that thing is that you're petitioning God for, I believe that some, not all, okay, but I believe some of the reasons why we as children of God are not walking into that is because of some of these deeds that we've done that we thought, you know, was under the blood and, and Jesus winked or it wasn't that bad or the lord knew my heart or i didn't mean you know just some of that careless stuff y'all and I, you, you hear me y'all i know you hear me my people i know you hear my heart i'm really pleading with you this is a prophetic plea i'm really i'm pleading with you to examine your ways because it's not cute to do things in the name of the lord or in the name of christian service or christian duty or whatever you want to call it and not consider the posture of your heart. <laughs> you have to examine your heart. Otherwise, the good thing that you do, you can applaud yourself, pat yourself on the back, and take a selfie because that will be the only reward you'll get. The kingdom of heaven will not reward it. God will not reward it. The promises won't respond to it. The seed in the ground won't, the water won't respond to that seed in the ground because it was done from a and from an impure motive and I, I don't know about you you know I'm one of those I'm a pregnant farmer you know and I'm constantly laying seed I'm constantly speaking into people's lives I'm constantly doing things to 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 because I, I believe in putting it out there I believe in sowing seed because I have a lot that I'm believing God for not just for me but for my family I've got my husband and I have five children you know our children at some point in life are going to marry and have children and so 
you know, I've got a whole troop, you know, that that are behind me. Not only that, I have a ministry. I've got sons and daughters all over. I've got mentees all over. And so I want whatever I put in the ground to be a blessing to them. I want them to be able to eat from trees that I planted for years, way after my departure. I want them to be able to eat. Like, it, it, you know, as I was on my way to work yesterday and I was meditating about, um, no, I was praying. And I was talking to the Lord about Abraham and Isaac. And I was talking about how, you know, Isaac, because he honored his father, he honored his father's teachings, he honored his father's statutes, he honored his father's um, integrity. And so that, you know, in Isaac's time of need, oh Lord, this could preach y'all. Isaac was able to uncover those wells that his father had dug. And the Bible said he prospered. This man prospered in a time of famine, y'all. <laughs> like, who does that? But it was because Abraham sowed seeds, Abraham built relationships, Abraham laid destiny. And, and this, I'm going, this is all going back to what I'm saying, and I think it's Galatians 6, 7, you know, where, where the Bible talks about, you know, reap the laws of reciprocity, the laws of sowing and reaping. It is real. Had Abraham not have sown anything, Isaac may have perished in his famine. And, and I think this is where my heart is because from some of the things that God has revealed to me and, and I, I know that there are gonna be some dire consequences, I, I see it. I, as a prophet, you see it and, and you know, all you can do is peradventure, peradventure, peradventure. But I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm pleading with you. If, if this message is for you, whoever you are, wherever you are, I just want you to take a few moments, like I did, just take a few moments out of your day. And like, like the disciples said, Master, is it I? You know, go back over some of what you have done that, quote unquote, was in the name of the Lord or in the name of Christian service or in the name of Christian duty or whatever. And just ask God, Lord, how was my heart? How was, how was my heart? You know, did, did I do it to please you? Did I do it out of obligation? Did I do it because, you know, what was really behind what I did? Because that matters, you guys. Your motives, the motives, the posture of your heart matters. And those times when we're asking God to rain on the seed, God, and harvest the seed, and God is saying, there's no seed in the ground. It, it, that seed died in the ground because it was bad. It was faulty seed. It was corrupt seed, and the seed died in the ground. So. I want to just leave these words of, 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 of uh, I guess, guidance or direction with you to really think about it. You know, slow down sometimes. Some of us move so fast and move so quick and we make so many mistakes because we're hasty and, and we're, we're so swift, quick to the draw, they say. And then when, when something has happened, it's, it, you know, it's a, it's a mess, you know, and I believe we just need to slow down and really think, learn how to think some things through. You know, learn how to examine. Like the person was saying to me, you, you just move so slow. You, yeah, because you know what? There are consequences behind every decision that I make. There are consequences behind what I say. There are consequences behind how I respond to things. And when you understand that, you will talk slow. I remember even when Jesus, you know, like I, I mentioned to you guys about with the woman caught in the act of adultery and Jesus knew his words were weighty. If he would have said, woman, you are condemned, that would have sealed the book and it just would have unleashed a horde of crazy stuff. 
And that was not what God was doing. He dealt, he, he knelt down, he took a moment, gathered his thoughts, which I believe not that he needed to, but that was as an example for us. Sometimes you just need to say, you know what, let me get back to you. You know, let me, let me think about it, let me pray about it. And I mean, really think and pray about it. Don't just say it just to get a, you know, a break from dealing with the situation, but really say, you know what, Father, I'm, I'm kind of hard pressed right now. My emotions are all, all over the place. I'm going through some personal things and I want to make sure that I, I, you know, that what I'm doing pleases you and it glorifies you. You know, to heck with what everybody else says and, and the accolades and applause. God, does this glorify you? Because only what I do for you will remain. So you may have to say, hey, sis, bruh, cuz, uh, let me, give me a few minutes, let me get back with you and say, Father, you know what, my heart is kind of messed up right now and I need to make a decision and I don't want my decision to be colored by my crazy. <laughs> I don't want my decision to be influenced by how I'm feeling right now because I'm, I'm, I'm going through some stuff and I don't want to, I don't want to just put my hands and that was a thing in the Old Testament. The priests were so careful about how they entreated the presence of God how they entreated the things of God. And you all know as well as I know that that honor and that fear and that reverence has gone out of the door. We don't reverence God like that anymore. We come in, do whatever, say whatever, however, and leave. And, you know, because we don't see any immediate consequences. And we thank God for mercy and grace. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, that he's that mediator and he's in between us and judgment. And we thank God for that. But you don't want to develop a lifestyle of just being careless, walking wantonly, a careless daughter, a careless son of Zion. You want to be intentional about what you do and purposeful about what you do. You want to strive for a spirit of excellence. I'm not saying we, you know, we're always going to get it right. We're not. But at least slow down and say, Father, I'm going through something. I'm dealing with something. And I've got this situation at hand. I've got that. Somebody's waiting on me. Lord, I just need you to help me. I need you to help govern my response. I need you to help govern my actions. I need you to help govern my decisions. And the spirit of God will do that. The Lord said, if you see me early, you'll find me. And so I'm, I'm just finding that, you know, as a people, we're not taking some of these principles as seriously as we should. And the result of that is carnality. The result of that is attitudes. The result of that is being stagnant. The result of that is, you know, returning to some things God delivered us from. Even emotional, doesn't have to be you actually physically doing an act, but your mind can take you back. That you, you returning to that old mindset. You're saying things that you used to say. You're doing things that you used to do. You don't have that same, um, you know, guard about your life. You, 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 you know, <laughs> you let the gate down, you know, because it's, you're common with it now. You know, well, this is what I do. This is what I've been doing. And you don't have that same reverence. You don't have that same respect for God. That's dangerous. That's where that's where backsliding spirits come in, where you're just working, you're just doing, you're just going. And it's almost like you're like a robot, but there's no heart in what you do. And that's why there were many who said, Lord, Lord, have I not done these great things in your name? I prophesy, I healed the sick, yes, I did. And he said, you sure did, but I don't know you because you didn't do that out of a relationship with me. You didn't do that out of reverence for me. You did that. And that was that. You got your own reward. So people of God, please just hear, hear, hear the word of the Lord today. Um, you know, examine yourself, Lord, do I have, did I put some corrupt seed in the ground? Or have I, have I put my hands to something? You know, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you can see it like I see it, people of God, it's, it's, it's not cool. It's not cool. And then what comes as a result of that is, you know, we're going to reap that. We're going to reap that, the same attitude that you sowed, the same heart that you sow the same, you know, 
half-heartedness, the same hypocrisy that you put out there, it comes back. And you know, and if the seed does not just come back in the same condition that you planted it in, it multiplies, it spreads, it grows, it blossoms and it buds. And so that means that what you did, how you did it, the mind you had behind it, the way you did it, it's coming back. And it's going to come back in ways that you are not prepared to deal with. And I'm seeing that right now. I'm seeing some seed come up. I'm seeing harvest come up. That is not good. It is a destructive crop. It is not good crop. And it's because some of the people of God have become careless, have lost their respect for the things of God. They have allowed their hearts to harden or they've allowed a lot of envy and strife and some of them have a lot of jealousy. And I'm telling you, if you don't get that thing right, it's going to come back and bite. And I say this as a friend of God and as your mentor or whatever, whoever I am to you, please, if, that, if, this, if God is speaking to you, I, 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 I beg of you to please get that right. Ask the Father in Jesus' name, Lord. And don't say, Lord, if I did anything, you know you did. Otherwise, the Holy Ghost would not be convicting you right now. And we'll do that. You know, again, a misplacing blame. Lord, if I did anything, you know what you did. Father, when I did that for him, my heart wasn't right. Father, when I did that for her, Father, when I talked to them, when I, my heart wasn't right, God. I was, I was feeling some kind of way. My whole heart wasn't in what I did. My whole heart wasn't in what I said. My, my agenda was off. My motive. Just, can you just be honest? And then say, Father, like, like Isaiah said it, Paul said it, woe is me. Woe is me. I'm a man of unclean lips. Look at my hands. My hands are dirty. My feet, my feet are dirty. I've got dirty feet standing in your presence. It's the grace of God that you don't kill me. You know what I'm saying? It's the grace of God that you don't bypass me and go to my generations. Don't you know you have people behind you? This thing, it may not harvest in your lifetime. It may harvest behind you. Abraham's seed harvested after his departure. He didn't know what was going to happen with those wells, but he dug those wells and, and he, he did what he was supposed to do and he went on. And here comes his son Isaac way later on in life, redigging those wells. You see what I'm saying? When your family, when your sons and your daughters and your grandchildren and great-grandchildren redig your wells, what are they going to find? Are they going to prosper in their famine or will they perish? So people of God, hear my heart. I know this was not one of those. <laughs> yeah, it was, this was a heavy one, but it, it, it is what it is. And I'm, I'm, I, I wish I could sit down in your face and tell you it's real. And it's on the heart of God. And um, God wants us to deal with it. This is that warning. This is that warning. And um, you take the time to go before the Father, if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, and make that right. Go back to leave your gift at the altar and go fix it, y'all. Fix it. Amen. Listen, I love you. I love you with the love of Jesus Christ. I don't have to know you to love you. And I just pray the blessings of the Lord upon your life. I pray that all goes well with you. Again, see, sow and seed, right? I just pray that all goes well with you and, and those who are called to you. And um, I pray that the Spirit of God will minister this message to you. And that if you know somebody who needs to hear it, click share or send or whatever your device is. And, and, and bless the people. Amen. Until next time, God bless you.